It is zero hour thirty universal time. And here is the news in special English. President Obama has accused Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi of brutal repression and creating what he calls a looming humanitarian crisis. The president said the crisis has forced the international community to act. Mr. Obama spoke from Washington less than an hour ago. He said the Libyan leader has lost the trust of his people and the legal power to lead. Mr. Obama's speech comes ten days after the Western air campaign against forces loyal to Mr. Gaddafi began. The president said the air campaign followed what he called an historic vote in the Security Council of the United Nations. He added that NATO will enforce the no-fly zone over Libya and protect the Libyan people. Mr. Obama repeated his earlier promise that the American effort would be limited and no American ground forces would be used. Libyan rebel forces were stopped Monday as they pushed west toward Sirte, the hometown of Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi. The rebels had been moving toward Tripoli, partly thanks to foreign airstrikes against Libyan government troops. The rebels also had retaken areas, surrendered to government troops, before Western countries enacted a no-fly zone on March 19th. But late Monday, the rebels met opposition from pro-Gaddafi forces. That sent a message that a hard battle awaits the rebels. Allied warplanes attacked targets in Sirt for the first time late Sunday. Earlier, Libyan rebels recaptured huge amounts of territory, including the oil towns of Brega and Ras Lanouf. Yemeni officials say explosions destroyed an ammunition factory in the southern province of Abyan. At least 110 people were killed. Many others were injured. The explosions took place Monday when people from the town of Ja'ar entered the factory to steal its equipment and ammunition. On Sunday, Islamic militants raided the building and took control of the area. The militants seized ammunition from the factory before leaving. Yemeni state media blamed the disaster on al-Qaeda. Media reports said terrorists had set up a trap. Civilians said someone may have dropped a cigarette in the factory, setting off explosions that started fires. The dead include women and children. Doctors said many of the survivors suffered burns. State media accused al-Qaeda militants of blocking fire trucks and emergency vehicles from reaching the area. The Philippines is planning to increase its naval and air defenses around the Spratly Islands in the South China Sea. Military Chief Eduardo Oban said 
the government has asked the military to develop a list of what it needs to better defend the area. The general said the military has about $185 million to buy ships, airplanes, radar systems, and to repair a landing area on Pagasa Island. China claims the Spratly Islands, but the Philippines and four other countries also claim them. A few weeks ago, the Philippines officially protested to China that one of its boats interfered with a Philippine ship as it explored for oil. American Secretary of State Hillary Clinton says the dispute should be settled through multilateral channels. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. Three suicide bombers attacked a building company in eastern Afghanistan late Sunday. Twenty-four people were killed and more than fifty others wounded. The Taliban claimed responsibility for the attack. In other news, NATO and Afghan troops found a large amount of drugs Monday during two separate military operations in southern Afghanistan. The find included cannabis, hashish, heroin, and marijuana. There is intense fighting in western Ivory Coast. Forces loyal to competing presidents are fighting for control of the town of Dwekwe. Supporters of Alassane Ouattara say they have launched offensives in the west, east, and center-west of the country. Mr. Ouattara is the internationally recognized winner of the November presidential election. But Laurent Gbagbo has refused to leave the president's office. Forces loyal to Mr. Ouattara have taken control of at least five western towns from pro-Bagbo forces. The president of the African Development Bank has warned African nations to learn from the protests in North Africa. Donald Kabaruka said leaders of African nations should ensure their policies meet the needs of all their people. He spoke to a meeting of African finance ministers in Addis Ababa. Mr. Kabaruka said events in North Africa show that economic growth, which ignores some people, cannot last. He said the African Development Bank is preparing to lend more than $1 billion to Tunisia and is considering a similar loan for Egypt. Several speakers told the conference that Africa is getting younger because of its fast-growing population. Mr. Kabaruka said that makes it very important to create jobs for young people. Former President Jimmy Carter has begun a three-day visit 
to Cuba. The former president plans to talk about ways to improve contacts between the United States and Cuba. His first stop was the headquarters of Cuba's Jewish community. Mr. Carter also was to meet with Roman Catholic Cardinal Jaime Ortega. The visit comes two weeks after an American working for the United States government began serving a 15-year jail sentence in Cuba. Alan Gross was found guilty of bringing illegal communications equipment into Cuba in 2009. Gross says he was just attempting to make it easier for the Jewish community to use the Internet. Mr. Carter's visit is described as a private, non-governmental mission at the invitation of the Cuban government. He is set to meet with Cuban President Raul Castro on Tuesday. Briefly, here again is the major news. President Obama has accused Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi of brutal repression and creating a looming humanitarian crisis. Yemeni officials say explosions destroyed an ammunition factory in southern Yemen. At least 110 people were killed. And the president of the African Development Bank has warned African nations to learn from the protests in North Africa. And that's the news in VOA Special English from Washington.